Mate, how many times have I told you the red button first? Stop pressing shit. This week on the reverse stick. What's up, mate? What have we got on this week? I've been busy, mate. I've got. You're doing the list, aren't you? You're getting things organised. I thought you were getting the work experience guy to do it. Oh. Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Lee. I am joined, as I am every week, by marvellous Matt Allen. Yes, yes, yes. Episode 190 of the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. It's a pleasure to be here with you, John. And also with... Also, co-co-host, Adam Hutchinson. Is that correct, Adam? It is, mate. Hutchie, welcome. Yeah, um, good to be here, guys. Well, look, we, we had to get a Hutchie on because apparently uh, to be a success in the Australian broadcasting sphere, you have to have a Hutchie involved with you. <laughs> is that, that right? Yeah, well, that might... The Australian yeah, audience very might niche. understand. Yeah, very niche. niche. But who knows? Imagine people in Australia listening to this podcast. Well, we, we know that there's at least one because he's... No, there's two. There's two. <laughs> there's, there's two. There's more news coming up. Two? Yes. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it's terrible. Thanks for joining us, mate. How yep. are you? Oh, doing all right. To introduce you, you are the facilities manager? General. General manager at General Hale Man. Hockey here yep. in, in Perth, WA. Looks after the turf and makes sure everybody's games are going and you can get a beer afterwards and all that sort of stuff. Pie? You get a pie? Nah. What about toasted yeah. ham and cheese? Can do that. Oh, oh well, 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 fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Right, as long as we get a toasted ham and cheese. Um, it's cool. it's toasties interesting. Toasties and hot chips, that's all you need. Yeah. Gravy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Extra for the gravy? Nah. Nah. Just, really? Nah. Oh, we charge a dollar extra for the gravy. A dollar? Yeah. yeah. That's really good gravy, though. That's a good wicket. Stock. Powder, water. <laughs> water. No, I leave in Stirring. currently. I leave instructions for people how to make it. Oh, that's right. You're in a management position, <laughs> aren't you? Variable success so far. Yeah. Thanks, Birdie, for getting it going last week. It is an interesting evening um, to be talking to you folks. Uh, we have Hutchie in with us tonight as uh, as the intern to, um, to to just come in and sit with us and have a chat, just for something different because. He loves his hockey, and we love talking about hockey. And, and, let, and let's, let, let's be fair, we've got an open-door policy. If yeah. somebody gets in touch and says, oh, I'd love to come and have a chat with you guys, if you're in Perth, you can come and have a chat with us. Next it's, time it's Mr. Open Dr. Batra's in town, he's yeah. more than welcome to he's join welcome. us. Most welcome. Um, but the other thing is that we, um, we, uh, we were looking forward to an amaz- amazing weekend of hockey. In fact, I was due to play Hale tomorrow, Hachi. Were you? Oh, yeah, yeah over right, 50s yeah. Divi... What are the three. something? Yeah, three. That's the just, one. Just watch the spin on that chair. It's got a bit of a squeak. Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we've had the big lockdown call. Yeah, well, I was... I was 12.30 all... today, bang, that's it, nothing. <laughs> three days into lockdown from 12.01 tomorrow morning. So yep. we've got a bit of time yet before we've got to jump in, jump in the uh, public transport vehicles or whatever. Walk, I think I'm walking home tonight, actually. <laughs> Considering you've got like a 36-seater bus parked out the front, <laughs> I don't reckon you'll be driving home tonight. Just nah. quietly, just nah. between you and I. Well, I was supposed to be driving it tomorrow. Uh, that's yeah. cancelled. Yep. Um, Which is why you're sitting here now not being able to drive tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what a big weekend of hockey we're missing out on. It was a, mm. Anzac Day is a, a, a big thing here to commemorate uh, those Anzac that have been lo- lost 
in in wars and and uh, uh, those that do military service. ANZAC meaning Australia and New Zealand Army Corps. Uh, that's the history of it, and well it was a big game lined up for us, for our club, that we will not mention because it's too subliminal, John. We will not mention our club, but we were playing another club in an annual Anzac Day clash. A lot of preparation. Named after a person who played for do- both clubs and captained Australia. Well, the cup, no, the, uh, the David Bow Cup. David yeah, 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 yeah. And three times Olympians medal winner here in yeah, Western probably. Australia over a, a, a fair period era. of time. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Ex- super, superb player. Coach, uh, mm-hmm. hockey roos, ex hockey roos coach. I think so. I yes, remember. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're getting on. Anyway, he won mate. lots That's of what. things. Um, and what, and it was due to be our home clubs hosting for the very first time it's on our own, own turf, a big day. I know how big a day it was, John, because I bought 350 pies today <laughs> and I went and picked them up at, at ten, what time? At 10.30. Oh. And I got a message at about one o'clock. I think there might be an announcement coming up very soon. <laughs> Bang. Now, I'd already separated them to different fridges, you know. These are for Saturday, these are for Sunday, and, you know, got everything organised. very organised. Very organised. I was making the cheese and salami platters for Kenny Byrne for the 60s boys coming off the field tomorrow. Do he didn't that? like... Nah, they do it themselves. He did. <laughs> oh, you got to speak to this guy. <laughs> yeah, Mate, you should see some of the platters they bring over our way. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't compete with that. Yeah, but we haven't got the private school big money there, oh. to, 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 to supplement it. So we've got to make it a quid however we can. Yeah, um, that's why you're charging a dollar for the gravy. Wow. Well, <laughs> Four dollar small chips, five dollar large. You know, th- th- I mean... They're good chips as well. They want to be. Um, <laughs> the pies are even better if you ever get to taste them. <laughs> that, well, that was a run back after I'd picked the kids up from school to then go back to the club to those 350 pies to squeeze them into the one bit of freezer space that we've got. But I did it. I did it. Well done. Um, you might have some flat pies next week, folks. But a bit flat. <laughs> there, there we They'll go. still taste good, though. They're, oh, they're beautiful, beautiful <laughs> pies. They oh, will have been oh rehinted God. with love. Oh. <laughs> Defrosted it, then reheated. Thank you, Cold Chain. Uh, just one th- more thing before we move on from this rather extended introduction. That's okay. The whole show um, can be an introduction, no, John. Yeah, are you aware that on Monday, Mrs. Allen and Mrs. Lee went out for lunch? Well, are you aware that this evening, Mrs. Allen called Mrs. Lee to say, I think my husband's about to come over to your place. Do you want to come over to ours? And she turned down the invitation. That might be because Mrs. Lee... As, as the last possible opportunity to socialise before the three-day lockdown. Yeah. Unfortunately, Mrs. Lee had um, heard about the lockdown and decided the best way to cope with that was to immediately um, have a couple of quiet drinks. Oh, she so she was not able to transport herself. No, my, but what's my... More Mrs. Important? Allen, excuse me... No. <laughs> Mrs. Allen said she'd come and pick her up. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there, we are. there we go. The, the point being, we're just going to have to be careful, mate. I'm sorry, I'm struggling to understand what you're saying underneath the mask. Can you just pull the mask down oh, so yeah, you yeah. the microphone? Uh, is that better? <laughs> yeah, okay. There we go. Yeah, because we're supposed to have masks. We, we, we do have masks on at this stage because of the... Uh, it's an amazing the, audio. The though, two cases in Western Australia. Isn't, it, isn't this a fantastic piece of equipment that the allows us to say, sound so good yeah. with our masks on? Oh, no, it's incredible. Oh, that's the wrong one. So I'll, I can put the volume up. Well, that's, embar- that's embarrassing. News! <laughs> it's that. Um, news. Well, 
what news have we got this? You asked me to do some, um. Yeah, I have been absolutely pulled to pillar and post this week. Uh, my time has not been my own. My time has been for hockey, John. Looking forward to this fantastic weekend ahead of us. Whew, it's going to be a big one. Or is it? Now, do you know what the big news is? The biggest news? What? Well, the launch of the the Hockey Super League. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Have you heard about the top club sides from around the world getting together to break away from their national competitions, to break away from their international sides? Well, you know this Blumendahl, Leopold, Fremantle, Coburn. (laughs) (laughs) They're all at it. They're all at it, John. Well, uh, you know, I don't know how they're going to go. I'm looking forward. Here. Yeah, look, looking forward to uh, seeing how that works. Well, out. We, we we have experience here with closed shops because we've got Hockey One. So you know, That's as right. a professional league, um, that Is makes that what sense. We're <laughs> Back in October, the squeaky chair again. Yeah, there, just watch that one. Squeaky chair, the squeaky chair. There were some practice games going on in Malaysia over the last few Indeed, days. Indeed, yeah, well, yeah, we talked last week about GB and Japan flying yeah, well, in. I've got, well, GB beat Malaysia 3-1 in their first game and then 1-0 in their second game. So Malaysia improved there from game one. GB, though, lost to Japan 3-1 and play Japan tomorrow. Today, tomorrow, so by the time you hear this, it's probably all over and you'll know the result. Well, no, all you've got to do, John, is go to fieldhockey.com and the very first article at the top says, Malaysia lose all their hockey matches. Yeah, there I, you was go. Get, I was going to get to that. <laughs> with a sweaty picture. That's why I did the research. With a sweaty picture of uh, Royal Anthony Savarage, uh, uh, inventor of the juice at Three Rovers Hockey Club. Mm, get a bit of that into get, your Get folks. the juice into you. Maybe the Malaysian boys have had a bit too much of... The juice. Mm. Oh. Mm. Were you taking a mouthful of a, of <laughs> a cold may, beverage there? I may very well have been. It's a Friday night before lockdown where... Oh, we're not going to be able to see each other for another three days, no, are we, John? That's Terrible. Right. Terrible. Shocking stuff. Um, look, there's some practice games going on there. There's another one due to be... It's good to see that they're... Look... As, as much as we, over the last few weeks, might have been taking the mickey a little bit about international hockey and practice games and all, and all of this, it is the lead-up to a um, Olympic Games. So to expect some level of practice being going on, and considering the pro... We'll get to the pro league in a minute, but considering what's going on there, yeah, good on GB and all those teams. So having a crack. It's all about getting the players ready. Results... Do they mean that much? I mean, Malaysia... Of course they, of course they don't. No, they don't. It's, it's, a, you know? it's, a, no, it's a, get, get, getting things into play for your teams, isn't it? Getting, get, getting at, combinations. At, just, at uh, the international hockey level, is three goals that big a margin? What do you reckon, Hachi? Nah. It, it's, nah. You, you know, okay, they're better than you, but that's not a margin you look at and think, well, we couldn't do better. We, we pinch one there. We do this that stops that one going in, and we're not far away. Not even close. Yeah, so... Nah, it's, it's nothing. 26 nil. then there's a result. <laughs> yeah. I played in one of those games. I bet you went I on the winning side. Myself, either. No, no, on the other end. I played <laughs> in a few games on the other end of that. Don't worry. Um, so, Did I ever tell you I let five goals in against a former GB international striker when he was 59 years old? <laughs> I was only 15. Anyway, go on. <laughs> that, that's why... Carry on. That you, you were the... You only made it to under 16. Worcestershire County level. No, no, Matt Simkin was the reason I didn't make it any higher. He's, he, and he's still my second nemesis behind Heathy. 
Thank you, Matt. Self-declared, I, I, I might have for Heathy. <laughs> I, I would like to thank Matt Simpkin with all of my heart for being there. Okay, what else? We've got Pro League postponements. Now, we've we've said a lot of things about the Pro League over the, the last few weeks, namely that well, it's a waste of time and no one cares anymore. And But we know why they're persisting with it, because the money's important. You can't cancel it, because then that means... You know, all legalese stuff, so they're pursuing it. and Keep the money rolling in FIH. Hey, guess what? What? New Zealand travel bubble. <laughs> Wouldn't have made much. any difference to <laughs> pro league games happening this weekend no, in Perth. Not at all. <laughs> all over. Didn't matter. No, didn't matter what you planned. Didn't, oh, no, it's all going ahead. They're coming over to Perth to play the games. Bang. No, nah, sorry. Just think what down. would have happened if my idea of playing the pro league in a hub here in Perth had a gone Yeah. <laughs> would have gone Just down like a limp. <laughs> You're a Bang. thinker. You're a thinker. Oh, yeah, straight up, mate. So, look, let's go through some of these um, postponements. First of all, uh, the matches between Great Britain and India, scheduled for 8th and 9th of May, have been postponed. And um, the, But the interesting one with that is that they're not accepting people from India into the UK. Now, the poor buggers have just been there in Europe. They've only just arrived back in Bangalore. If they'd have stayed in Europe have been for another week, they'd have been sweet and then they'd have to go over and play the games. Um, but they, yeah, they're just back into the SAI uh, training camp there now. Okay, apparently, according to the FIH, Hockey India and Great Britain Hockey are monitoring the evolution of the situation. <laughs> That's what it says, the evolution <laughs> of the situation. It's, it's nice of rearranging these dates. Oh, these matches to a later date. India will still... Tra- well, India are still scheduled to travel to Europe in May to play the FIH Hockey Pro League matches against Spain on the 15th and 16th of May and Germany on the 22nd and 23rd. So that's about three weeks away for the Spanish games. While Great Britain will host Germany on the 12th and 13th, the USA women on the 22nd and 23rd and Spain men on the 22nd and 23rd. On a positive note, Australia and New Zealand are continuing their efforts to find a date for matches between them following the announcement of the Trans-Tasman Travel Bubble this week. Well, that one's just gone up in a big well, cup of well, smoke. It has, but it's the one that's most likely to be able to happen because they neither are going to have uh, any um, games of any kind of level in between. Obviously, they've just had the North North versus South thing happening in New Zealand, but uh, there's no quality games well, happening. we've gone into lockdown today, so the Kookaburras are in Perth. They're in Kookaburras are. Yeah. Are oh, they well, still in Bustleton? No, they've they, been in Bustleton. No, the Hockey are, are down there. Or the Hockey Roos are in Darwin. They've week. just yeah. flown up t- uh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're in Darwin. But the Kookaburras have been. Have they, are they back in Perth today? Don't because know. Because I got photos. There's photos on social media that were saying, finished our commitments, this is our last... It's been great seeing you, basically. Oh, it'd be a shame if they... So they could have actually travelled back this morning and be in Perth now. And now they're into a lockdown. But it's only for three days uh, at this stage. Uh, but only for three days at this stage, one community case, one transmission case within the community, and the government will shut down the whole lot and they'll be stuck in Perth. That's all I'm saying. Um, hey, there's worse places to be stuck, though. Oh, Yeah. Especially with what's going on in India at the moment, and we feel for everybody oh, there. I mean, that's just shocking. Just... My good friend, Jack. And it's not Jack. just India. We've had um, the Australian uh, diving team 
pull out of the World Diving Championships that are due in Tokyo in like two weeks' time because so the it, risk of COVID is too great but within it, the eyes but of But that would be qualification as well, potentially, for the Olympics well, it's a world, for them. It's a World Cup, yeah. So whether other teams follow suit, whether they're just jumping the gun and being a bit too touchy about it, who's to know? So things are not set in stone yet. It can happen at very, very short notice. I mean, talking about the England, Indian players going back to India, I mean, you can do your two weeks in quarantine in India, but is the UK government going to accept that as a two weeks quarantine or are they going no, to, no, to they, make you do well, your two not, weeks of well, quarantine they're not accept, as well? No, they're not accepting and travel from India. No. None. And I feel sorry for it. Oh, I must admit, I have a feel a little bit of sadness for the FIH for having to put up with all of this stuff, sort of stuff, but I still stand by our view from last year that they should have just canned it then and said, when the conditions and, and situation suits, we'll crank it up again. I, I get that, a bit of a feeling that we're a bit greedy yeah. with it, yeah. um, in, and it's different for different, you know, different parts of the world, but... We see, see an opportunity and we go, right, okay, that's good. And then we get a bit complacent with it all and think, oh, we're back to some yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. semi-normal with what, what's happening now. And then, bang, something happens and you're back into that negative situation again. It's, and uh, you got to feel and, you, and you can't plan for a, an no. international global competition within those boundaries that no. anything very could happen difficult. at any time. Very, d- yeah. very difficult. Particularly when funds are low. Well, you know, I reckon if you walked into the FIH offices, all the pens are chained to the desk. <laughs> Just quietly. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Hang on, hang on. Good news! I've got some fresh good news for oh, you really? today. And you will like this. Uh-huh. Bring it's back the boy! It's happened! It is. Yeah, that's what's come out. No, it's not. Um, this is on InsideTheGames.biz. Liam, Mor- Liam Morgan does a lot of work there on hockey. Uh, FIH have confirmed that the British company Lumi will operate the voting in the presidential oh, yeah, election at its remote. Have you got that? Yeah, yeah, no, this is because FIH... I thought it was super fresh. No, no, no. The FIH has actually put this out. No, no, it's, it's uh. not like their financial records or anything. They were quite happy to throw this up in the head. Don't, don't worry about that. I did look again last week. Not there. Not there. No, it's still not there. 2019, not there. And they'll be two years behind by the time the Congress goes ahead. And who will care by then, John? Well, we'll have a new president, or will we? Depends how pressured certain people feel by the pressure exhibited by people putting pressure on them. Now, uh, before no, we... Let, <laughs> the, Oh, this is Hachi. going really well. Hachi, yeah, Hachi your view. Oh, what? here we go. <laughs> what do you know of, read of, or care of what happens at the FIH? Do you take any interest at all in what comes out from them on, with press releases? Do you look at the website at any time? Do you listen to the Watch the Hockey app? What, what, what? The last time I looked at the FIH website was to download the rule book. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Well, they've released an app since then. (laughs) (laughs) There is a rules app. There is a rules app. There is a rules app. I don't care what happens at FIH. But you're heavily involved in hockey locally. Yeah. But what happens on a global scale apart from following hockey roos and kookaburras? following the cookers and the hockey roos, I couldn't give two. Do you know, what do you know of the FIH? You did well there. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know of the FIH Academy? The what? 
I don't think you're taking the piss by, no, by, by, by saying that. I've heard those words mentioned in but, the same sentence. But you're somebody who's heavily involved in the game and you're involved in the club game and perhaps state game and state players and in, 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 involved and you don't have that in, interest at all. And this is something, you know, this, this is the glaze that we get from friends, you know, pitch side. You go, yeah, do you hear the thing that came out from the FIH this week? And I go, yeah, that's what yeah, did you hear the thing that came out from Oceana Hockey this week? Huh? Have they even got a website? <laughs> Who are they? That's what they ask. Look, thank you. Let's get back onto the FYH Congress here because it is the. Now, do you feel conflicted there? Because you've got that little connection with Oceana Hockey, haven't you? How do you figure? Huh? What, Bob? Well, yeah, there's a you know there's a Claxton connection there. No, that's Vic Park, mate. What? Matt's in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> He's got around that one well, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't believe him. But, but uh, yeah, Matt's in the but, UK. But, but nobody, nobody, nobody in in Australian hockey, or I guess New Zealand hockey either, have any particular interest in what goes on with Oceania hockey, do they? It's it's well, it's not something which is relevant to a, to to club players, maybe to higher echelons of, of national associations and potentially state associations, but. It's got, there's, an, there's an irrelevance. Uh, well, don't I they just like... hold the Oceania Cup, which is Australia and New Zealand, and whichever other team turns up with yeah. donated pa- sticks and gets and, pumped? And Papua New Guinea and Vanuatu, and they play fives, and if they do really well in the fives, they get to play in the 11 side game. And lose 27 uh, just... I'm, I'm hearing a really bad undertone of cultural imperialism here. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry, I don't represent Dutch hockey. What do you think about? <laughs> you got an orange T-shirt on, mate. We are gathered here today to celebrate, no, to commiserate the death of Dutch, Dutch men's hockey. hockey. <laughs> okay, look, the FIH Congress uh, agenda has been presented. I reckon they're losing the quarterfinals, by the way. What? Yeah, the FIH fixed. Congress. No, no. The Dutch. <laughs> the Dutch. Yeah. Quarters. No, no. They'll get to the semis at least. In the oh, end. You know, just so close. Oh, two so one, close. 2-1 down to the Belgians in, in the semi. No, no. Mark it um, down in you. 1-0 one, one to the Australians with it all the goal in the last 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah something like that. Overhead from Knowles. He come back from retirement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jamie Dwyer will just pick it up. And bang, in it goes. Just come back for the final because we knew we were playing you, Blakes. Um, can I give you serious? This is much fun. Okay, sorry, John. I think you've got an article to take us through there. Would, from, would, would you from mind? the FIH website, the agenda of the FIH Congress. Uh, well, oh, yeah, I know what the agenda is. <laughs> Hockey fives, you mother monkeys. <laughs> the agenda of the FIH Congress, which will be held virtually... On twenty, now, does that mean they're nearly yeah, going to hold it? Yeah, or is well, it we're going to yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna virtually hold it. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> we're we're not, virtually we're happened. Nearly happened. <laughs> it, um, well, the agenda's been published. The upcoming meeting of the Supreme Organ of Hockey's World Cup. No, body. no, yes. it doesn't it's the say supre- that. It's the Supreme Organ. That's what I said, Supreme Organ. You know what I play on my su- Supreme Organ? <laughs> it's a, I didn't even, I didn't realise until I actually started reading it. I skimmed it so I knew the big words, but when you say Supreme Organ, anyway. Sorry, what, Supreme Organ is, is, is something little to you, is it? What? Anyway, no, carry on. I don't call it the Supreme Organ. No. 
Um, <laughs> the upcoming meeting of the supreme organ of Ireland's world governing body includes, amongst others, the elections for the position of FIH president and for four positions of the executive board, yep. ordinary members. Uh-huh. Elections will be conducted via e-voting, mm-hmm. according to Article 6.3C yep. of the FIH statutes, and overseen by the FIH Elections Oversight Panel, the EOP. Don't you just love those sorts of things? As, look, I think the EOP do a really good job in good. the FIH. In, in yep. the F- in the FIH. Yep. yep. How many votes do they get? Yep. <laughs> Stipulated in the FIH elections manual. Article 11. That's my favourite of the articles. Yeah. Well, UK company Lumi. Lumi. L-U-M-I. That's probably mentioned. I thought, I thought they were offering me some sort of deal on my mobile phone coverage, Lumi. But, uh, or some weight loss program. UK company Lumi will operate the e-voting process. Furthermore, FIH has appointed an independent, independent notary, notary from, from UK British firm. Oh, <laughs> UK firm, British. Whoa. Well, they're going upper class here. UK. What a name, though. Kid. What a name. Cheese Rights Scrivener Notaries. LLP. Yeah. yeah. Don't they just remind you of Sue and Run or whatever? Anyway. Who will chair and oversee the electoral... That's who. Cheese Rights Scrivener Notaries, LLP, yeah. will chair and oversight the election process... His powers, because it's obviously a group of blokes, are delegated by the election. Well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully there's no women involved there. <laughs> I mean, in this kind of... Oh, well, hashtag equally amazing. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of female cheese rights. There must be. Uh, other points Sounds on like the a object- villain from Mighty Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not a... It's not double-E-S-E, it's double-E-S, rights. Chess rights. Chess. Maybe she, the, the, the rights means it's a, uh, career or whatever, doesn't it? You know, your wheel rights makes, make makes the wheels it. and that oh, sort let's of thing. Oh, let's not get caught up. There are obviously people with degrees and letters on the, after their name mm. that have, um, experience in legal matters and overcharging. Mm-hmm. Or so, a villain in Danger Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Danger Mouse. <laughs> hey, you said Mighty Mouse Same before. Difference, no, it's not. Danger I'm going mouse. back many years. <laughs> Baron Greenback, uh, Penfold, uh, the whole the whole crew. I prefer Batfink. Remember oh, Batfink was good. Batfink. My wings are like, like a shield of steel. steel. There we go. Okay, other points on the agenda include... Is this a hockey podcast? A, a vote on the admission of the following nations as new FIH members. Oh, who's in? Well, no, it's a vote. Who knows who's in? Well, who's up? Who's up? Gambia, Timor-Leste, and Saudi Arabia. Well, we know oh. that Saudi Arabia get in and the other two don't. Well, That's just, oh. and, in, and in 2086, no, 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 no oh. sorry, 2044, the World Cup is being held in Saudi oh. Arabia. I have heard, in a move of solidarity with the Saudi Arabian delegate, Marika will be there in a hijab, standing up for Saudi Arabian women's rights. Equally amazing, Matt. I'm looking forward to that. It should be good. It should be good. Know where those votes are going. Um... A vote on the admission as FIH member of a new national association in Indonesia, which is recognised by the Indonesian National Olympic Committee. This is due to the non-fulfilment of their obligations by the current national association. It requires, however, that the Congress first expel the current national association. I haven't heard this story, so we might have to dig... So is this this a... uh, Well, I was supposed to go and play in Jakarta... 
um, exactly la- last Have year and do a bit of do a bit of, yeah, do a bit of podcast stuff up there, and they're really trying to grow the game um, in Indonesia. Is this a hockey India type situation though, where it's re- recognizing or derecognizing a, 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 an incumbent within the role and Who knows? looking to promote somebody else into well, it? Look, when it comes to political and those sorts of things. Indonesia can be a very interesting country, Matt. We might have to dig deeper into that to find out what's gone. I mean, they say this is due to the non-fulfillment of their obligations. So what obligation did they not fulfill? We, we can find Probably out. Could be, FIH could actually be doing the exactly right thing here. We don't know. Sure, sure. Uh, a decision Sorry, to... Sorry, were you talking about Macau then? No. No, you weren't. Right, no, okay. no, because they don't... Um, Indonesia doesn't have body owning the executive board. Uh, a decision to approve the use of gender-neutral terms in the FIH statutes, ah, which we've talked yes. about. Oh, gee, he, right. his, he, yeah. his, he, his, what? Yeah, yeah. Is that going ahead? Well, Should we don't do. know. They're voting on it. Oh, well, good. We don't have to vote on it. Just no, do, do it, you numpties. They, they do, because it's a constitutional thing. Come on, mate. You, you've been on enough of these committees to know how these things what? work. Look, I've been reading this thing from on the, on the same article from Inside the Games. Congress members will also vote on accepting the Gambia, Saudi Arabia and Timor-Leste's full members and statute changes to extend its powers to cover virtual or e-sports activities and competitions in the sport. Well, I haven't got this is all. This is all down. This oh, no, is this, this, wait a second. The this e-sports. Is, this is, yeah, but this is broken down into the individual points. You're just reading a paragraph and summarising the points. Well, give us the news, John. Stop I'm getting there. I'm going through <laughs> the points. Stop skirting around the topic and get on with the real okay, facts. The last one is a decision to extend the FIH purpose and powers within its statutes to any virtual or e-gaming activities and competitions for the future. I just said that. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> Go on, then. Good luck trying to regulate e-gaming activities. If someone on the net decides to come up with their own virtual hockey game, what are you going to do about it? Because you've done nothing so far. Mm, Bitcoin. As specified in the FIH statutes, Article 2.2A, Section 2, or double I. Sorry. Newly Sorry, no, no, excuse me. Hitcoin. You know, that's the new hockey version Hitcoin. of... Uh, Not yeah, whack coin. Cri- cryptocurrency. Not whack coin. No? Okay. That, that, that's probably for... More of the channels that you watch <laughs> late at night. Okay. As specified in the FIH statutes, Article 2.2A2, newly approved members present at Congress will have the right to participate... Present? In, <laughs> ...will have the right to participate in meetings of Congress and to cast a vote on resolu- resolutions put to Congress. You know there's no presence this on year, this year, John, because it's all virtual. On the eve of the Congress, all delegates have been invited to join a hashtag hockey invites... Virtual conference organised by FH where a number of topics such as development, sports matters, gender equality, promotion or integrity will be discussed. Increasing bar revenue, is that on there? Well, no, because be. there's no one going to be there, so I don't even know where they're bothering with that, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I get it. So many webinars going on, who knows. For more information about about FIH and hockey, uh, for more information about FIH and hockey in general, <laughs> classic English. That okay, is. hockey in general. <laughs> I want to find out about hockey in general. General hockey. What, what do I need to know? Hey, well, he, he fought in the 1848 <laughs> war against General Hockey. He was a brilliant commander. Uh-huh. Anyway, fullback. Go to their social media. Goalkeeper. But the agenda. This is the important thing. That's just the media spooky stuff. The agenda. The roll call. The condolences, which there we'll be talking about, 
opening welcome and President's address, I reckon they'll be riveted for Mr. Doctor to get up there and have a crack at him. The CEO's report, whoa, we sold some shoes. <laughs> the financial reports and the auditor's, uh, the auditor's reports and the financial hey, reports. We sold some shoes. You want to buy some shoes? <laughs> The, the financial reports and the auditor's report. Well, you're going to be reading out the same last auditor's report you read out of the last Congress, aren't you? Well, well no, seriously. No, if they go to the website, they will be. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this new one. You've got two years to fill in there. Approval of the accounts and discharge of the expect- executive board. The appointment I'd rather of not the know about the discharge of, of the executive board. Thanks very much. <laughs> But, particularly not if they're on, not if they're inside, on site in Delhi. Like, to, I don't want to know about your discharge. Yeah, welcome to Dad Jokes yeah. Australia. Uh, voting procedures. Well, that's all in that. You've got to be handbook about that looming. sort of stuff. Got to looming. Uh, membership suspension, expulsion and dissolution. That's point number nine. We just mentioned that someone's looking at being dissolved and expelled. Approval of the subscriptions system. I'm not sure what the subscription system is. It's a system where you have to subscribe to stuff. Okay, that's number eleven. Report of the judicial commission and ratification of appointment president of the judicial commission. (laughs) 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 Report of the judicial commission and ratification of appointment. President of the judiciary. I think there's supposed to be some sort of grammar, grammar thing in the middle. There. Now, 12 and 13 coming up, John. Yeah. I reckon we're in with a shout for at least one, maybe both. Oh, I reckon 13 is definitely us. <laughs> well, 12, the FIH yeah, no, either, President's either Awards. Yeah. And they should get... Pres- oh. President's Awards. Well, President's Awards. President, President, yeah, no, 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 that makes sense. You know, you know how I think might need one? Who? Thomas Park. Hmm. Well, he's been a great friend to the game for many, I mean, many years. He has, and I Mate, think... Great supporter of the game. Very important to have the support since, of a man like... Since the last Congress, his, his influence on the game has only increased. Do we call him... Was he a fencer? No, what was he? Sailor. 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 Beep, beep. No, I'm, I'm thinking... Sailor. I am Popeye the Sailor Man. Yeah, Popeye. Yeah, a bit of spinach. Should we call um, him Popeye but, from but, now on? Popeye, yeah. We Popeye Bark. <laughs> Popeye Bark, yeah, that's a good one. Um, 13, the President FIH President Award for Peace and Friendship. Oh. Isn't that, not, isn't yeah, that not us? Where's the... Uh, oh, I wanted to play the little fairy music that we've got uh, on there. It's too late. That's us, I think. If you wanted that, we should have started I think, recording I think, two hours ago. I think we're... <laughs> I think we're Bastions of peace and friendship within the hockey community. We're very friendly. I think we, I think we lead the world in friendship and peace within our game. Why not? I'll have a piece of you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my at. Number 14 is proposals for... You went a bit Popeye with that as well. I'll avoid you. Uh, proposals for alteration to the statutes and general regulations. Which we mentioned before. Do we, what are the alterations? The, the what's and the other thing. Ah. Yeah. I didn't know that they'd released that, their proposals for the alterations. Not for, not for your eyes, mate. Why not? I'm a stakeholder. You are a stakeholder. So why wouldn't I be? But you're not, but you're, you're not representative of, of uh, what, you were going to go to East Timor to try and take on the presidency there, weren't you? Yeah. Wasn't good enough. You obviously started the process because they're putting themselves forward for, 
uh, international I've, I've recognition. Been, I've been cut out by the alterations to the statutes and general regulations. It's all over, mate. Okay. But the elections oversight panel presentation, they'll be presenting all of the oversights they missed from the last <laughs> presentation. <laughs> okay, the election of presidency along with time for candidate speech. That's number 16. I can see, I, I can see. So there's Mr. Dr. Batty does his. No, well, Mr. Dr. Batty does his, and then we have a terrible internet failure before Mark <laughs> Coudron does <laughs> his. While Mark Coudron is doing yeah. his. Coudron. It'll be shortly after. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. Um, the election of ordinary members of the executive board, along with time for the candidate speech. So they'll have a go, oh, oh, we're not sure if Mr. Doctor's going to win or Mark's going to win. I'm not sure who's wagging the hitch. Uh, I, just, I, just, I just think we set our bar really low, John. Why aren't we trying to elect excellent members of the ex- executive board instead of, instead of the ordinary ones? <laughs> Like, we all know plenty of ordinary people. Let's get some excellent people in there. They point. do it in the business world. They Why do. not do it in the sports world? Yeah, we need the glaziers in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to fix your, fix your windows. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, 18. Any other items of which proper notice has been given by the executive board? You've got, you've got your notice in time, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I've got it all Bring sent in. Yeah, 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 it's in. Bring it's back in. the bullet. I, I, I just couldn't see it. If the FIH the, uh, aren't yet aware of bring back the bully, they're not doing their job properly. I, okay, I, oh, no, I, no, no, I, no, 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 I can live with that resolve, it's right. Uh, then they've, they've got closing remarks like, how did I lose this election? I thought we had this all sorted. <laughs> and, uh, I thought I was due two dozen new cookers. Yeah. That's not that's not happening as part of oh oh a new fridge. <laughs> um, the, uh, the little note at the bottom says the order of business may be changed by the chair of the Congress either before or during, during the Congress. Congress midway through. So that's uh, that's what's happening with the FIH Congress, which is being done virtually, and thanks to the good people at Lumi and Ches Wright Scrivener Notaries LLP. It will all be above Limited board. liability what? I think it's something... It's a, oh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a legal thing that means, hey, it's not our fault. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's hands up. Wicked. Not us. Not us. It's a shame not to say any... Mo- oh, there we go. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Ernst and Young. You are listening to the Realistic, the Global Hockey Podcast, episode 190. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are in the world. Don't forget... You can catch up with us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at The Reverse Stick. It would be lovely to see you there. Follow our other channels, at The Hockey Live, on Facebook now, and Twitter, and at Push Past Pundits. There's a show coming up really soon. We keep telling you there is. There's so much going on in Indian hockey. We're going to have to leave, do yeah, one soon. It's not a good time to be talking about Indian hockey. So before we do, because we do have something to mention about Indian hockey, but we'll save that for a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I think it's time that we... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's... I, I saw your little hands there. Yeah, I just hey, had to put them... No, you split, just scratched your microphone no, for some reason. No, I pushed it down closer oh. to my, my, okay. my mouth so I'm more audible Effort to people. Professional? Yeah, very always professional here. The reverse stick, the globally professional hockey podcast. <laughs> um, We've got, ta- we got to tap in to our, our source here. 
our talent. We've bought some Hutchie, talent. Hutchie, Hutchie's saying that's he's done very, that's he's stretching the word talent. He's done very <laughs> far too much extreme. He's not drinking for a start. He's been very patient. Yes. He's put up with listening to us. Uh, well, no, he's been engaged in the conversation <laughs> for um, a good couple of hours. Before, he got here at seven o'clock. It's Twenty past ten. <laughs> that says a lot, folks. Um, now, Hutchie, we know you've probably got a soapbox or two you could jump on, but <laughs> let me start you off with one, and this is totally without you being preempted at all, I know, because uh, I haven't mentioned this to you. Uh, he did ask before, because you said, I'm going to have a question for you, and he said, oh, can you give me can a, a heads up? up? And we went, nah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Cameras and goals, Hutchie. <laughs> Cameras in goals. Now, I believe they're recently... Because you're the ground manager, so you look yep. after the, the equipment and everything that goes on the ground. You've got to, yep. uh, to standards prescribed by the FIH. Uh, and and hockey, hockey WA. St- hockey WA. Yeah, yep. And, uh, I thought I, you were going to ask about egg yolks on fields, but... Uh, no, well, I'm getting to that. Stuff. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I, I heard he might have had a bit of a wobbly moment about eggs being on the, <laughs> on the turf. It was really cool about it, but we'll tell you about that. <laughs> no, but I, I believe you did have a bit of a wobbly when it came to cameras in the goals. I I may have. Okay. I may have. Now, right, let's, give us some context, then. Well, apparently, um, you you were approached by authorities, hockey authorities, to put goals in the, the cameras <laughs> inside the goals. Approached would be a stretch. Okay. So it was mentioned to you that it might happen. Is that a fair way to go? put it? No. You, or you had no idea. Okay. You uh, well, we know it is. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> no, well, I'm, that's why I don't really know. I just had a rumour that someone was trying to install cameras on the goals at your hockey fields and you had to point out to them that they were doing the wrong thing. That would be correct. Okay. Um, and th- that was Jeez, a- it's tough not to crack, <laughs> isn't it? He's far out. I've got to be careful here. <laughs> He does. But it's okay. Nobody listens. <laughs> Nobody listens. It's fine. Hi, Mum. <laughs> One person. No, um, Heathy will listen again this week. But yeah. My nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> That's two mentions you've given him now. Heathy, you owe us money. If he mentions you again, you owe us money. That'll keep him away. Um, <laughs> now, I'm led to believe that People who should have known better tried to put go- cameras inside of the goals. So they were putting GoPros. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to call a GoPro a camera because... Well, it's not. They get destroyed. Well, but GoPros they, 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 do, they, do it, they do inside the goals. Well, that's, that's what we're getting at. The Go- yeah. GoPro is not a camera. It's a, it's a little device and... I'm yeah. led to believe that they were trying to strap it inside. What do you the mean it's not a itself. camera? It is a camera. No, it's not. Not a proper camera. Okay, we showed Hutchie before our episode 100 shootout, um, <laughs> and there was a camera hanging off the the inside of the net, which was it wasn't. It was it was an oldy cheap version of a it, GoPro. It showed exactly but, Smithy cheating. Okay, right. We're not going to go there. Just go to YouTube, search the reverse stick, go to episode 100, have a look at it. Everyone can see the fact I beat John in the 100th show in the in the shootout. That's fact. It's make your own decisions out of it. It's anyway. No, I'm going to get some bloke Cam- on look, YouTube look. in 50 years time to make an alternative history video. <laughs> Some kind of revisionist. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Episode 100. Yeah. Matt Allen didn't invade Poland. <laughs> <laughs> 
great thing is about podcasts, John, this stuff's there forever. You know? <laughs> and who knows when you may be listening in the future, in a hundred years' time, you've got a bit of a hockey itch and you want to find out what was happening in the hockey world a hundred years ago. Far out. Oh, dear. That's Jeez, quite, podcast, that's quite a scary pro- Let's prospect. Let's get back on to why Hutchie spent uh, the dummy. Yeah. Go for it. I think you're stretching with the spit of the dummy. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, So, look, they were putting GoPros on the goals. Now... As Matt alluded to, the Premier League, Premier League guys probably hit a bit harder than he does in that episode 100. And having just watched it, All they right. definitely do. All right. Easy. No, piss. Oh, you did. Carry on. It was no, a good no, goal. No, I, right. I didn't say it wasn't a goal, mate. Don't, so, yeah. don't, don't dwell on it. Move on. <laughs> your point. Uh, and yeah, I was a bit concerned that a GoPro might get destroyed by a hockey ball moving at 100 plus kilometres an hour. So this was from the association said that's the what they, they want for well, no, I wasn't giving a heads up that it was happening at all. Ah. I, I'm setting up the field for a Premier League game and some blokes climbing on the back of my goal. Uh, I love that he's got a connection with the goal. That's nice, isn't it? I hung those nets uh, two days uh, before, mate. They're yeah. definitely mine. Well, they're his goals. <laughs> my yeah, it's my goals. Yeah, he, he, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's good. I think, uh, I think it's important that. that somebody has the ownership yeah. of the equipment and feels the love. Do you cut all the goals? No. Do you, no. Do you ever lie down on the turf and give it a bit of a rub and just... No. He, no? He's, he's not quite you, mate. No? <laughs> no, he's not, not quite there. I was the first one to play... good, he's I was good, the first but... person to play tennis um, on, oh, a, on our turf one. with Daryl. Yeah. I've got to find some sport I can go down there and play uh, you, before you do. No, it can only happen with Daryl. I don't mind if it's not me involved, but Daryl has to play the first thing. I reckon, this is Daryl Bruce. Um, yeah. I reckon uh, well, Daryl and I could Everybody's be the first, first people to play in NFL. I'll throw Daryl the ball. All right, that's great. I'll take, and one. Then I'll take can, one down there on Tuesday, get stuffed, can, I'm there before He can run you. at me and I'll tackle him. <laughs> no, he's got very weak ankles at the well, moment. Well, I'm not going to tackle someone younger than him, am I? <laughs> on. I'm stupid, mate. Okay, let's get back to Hunchy. What is your biggest frustration? I think that was a bit of a fail from you. You thought I thought there was you know, some kind of big setup. There was some something happening. Yeah, I was something happening there. Uh, look, no, but That's I the worst know. inside knowledge question I think I've ever heard on this show. Did you clean the eggs off the turf, actually? There we go. That's better. Better. Had a turf sweep the next Monday. Oh, did you? Yeah. So uh, it was so already booked. You'd in, already got so that set up, so it, yeah. so it didn't matter. Yeah. Right. For those that don't know, that was involved with the uh, uh, the Dank Superstars Challenge, Superstars Challenge, yeah. run by Mr. Devon belting a boiled yeah, egg. Of course, doing it, doing doing it, doing us proud for Fremantle Carbon Hog. Oh shit! Subliminal. It's happening again. Oh god. Sorry. What does, if you would like to play hockey, come to Fremantle Coburn? Sound like in reverse. Can I put that in a song somehow? Should. Let's do that. Let's if we put... can get that whole subliminal thing going? Yes. <laughs> Close your eyes and then, yeah. Beatles and stuff. Bit of Led Zeppelin time. Anyway. Uh, the devil is at Coburn. The devil is at Coburn. <laughs> 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 um, okay. As... as as a guy that manages a hockey facility, what is your biggest frustration? People doing what they want. So, members, club members. Doesn't necessarily mean members. It means just about anyone. And, and is that, is that man, people doing what they want without considering others or, or when there's clear signs that that's not what you should do? Clear signs. Okay, so there's yeah. a big sign that says, don't do this, and people go... Give us an yeah. example, come on. Give, no, give us three examples. Well, 
glass on the turf as well. Oh. Yeah, oh, no. Don't take it stubby onto the turf. It's not required. <laughs> that, that, that would know, just, I would consider that, from a hockey person, pure stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm assuming that might be non-hockey people that do that, or are you talking hockey people? I'm talking hockey people and non-hockey people, mate. Oh, uh, okay, geez. all right. Well, well, You've got to get what, out of that club, Hutchie. That's <laughs> obviously something you come... I can think of a club you should come to. Uh, what comes to my mind straight away when you say glass on the turf, what about footwear? That's another one. What's good? What's what? What's your... In, oh, what's, what are you doing? What's the... What's my rule? Yeah. you got to have at least thongs on. Right, okay. Yeah. So no barefoot? No barefoot. No, no. barefoot. Why? Because the ball hits gross, you. It's gross, Matt. It is just yeah. gross. No, no, I saw your feet three weeks ago, and yeah, those listening would have heard, my turf, little, heard that little scream. Yeah. It's like, nah. We're dealing with algae. We don't need... Yeah. We're, we're dealing with the spinach. We don't need the ricotta as well, <laughs> do we? Oh, thank you, yeah. mate. Oh, no, I feel so clean now. That, so it, it, that sort of stuff. Just guys carrying on like they own the place and... Just not doing what... Lack of respect. That's the one, yeah. For their venue or, well, or just a, just a general, venue. Yeah, just yeah. in general. So you look at the youngsters today. <laughs> it's not just youngsters, I don't think, though. We had a guy, right, uh, not this last summer season, the season before, that was rocking up playing for a, a team and there's a couple of guys from our club in and a few from, from other clubs in there. He's out on the turf, on this brand new turf, with full-on cleats... Oh, that's not not wrong. studded. But, oh, oh but yes, yes. The little fellow with the, the yeah. And somebody said to me, Matt, do you want to go? Well, it's not really my job, but yeah, I'm going to go and speak to the bloke, mate. You can't wear those on. You, that's like you can wear them on the grass over there, mate. You cannot wear those on AstroTurf. That's and kind of play, I, I remember. And then yeah. I had to go and try and find another pair yeah, of shoes for him, him. to to wear. <sighs> Uh, but he didn't quite get it. And, and it was the weird. funny thing is that I've played against that bloke over several years. It's not like he's a newbie to the game and just wouldn't have known. I mean, you, that, if you've been playing around and been playing for a long time, you know that, that that's not what's required on turf. You just don't wear it. He, he was just trying to throw it over the top, I reckon. Oh, let's see what happens. And, oh, really? Oh, All right. Okay, know. so that's it. Give us another one. Uh, Telling the scoreboard operators how to do their job, that sort of stuff. All right. So you score. Hey, no, so so here, yeah. and this is, there was an article uh, we read earlier on about somebody talking about club hockey here in Perth. We have scoreboards at every ground. Okay. Yeah. And there is a ground controller, and they look at after the lights. Fields, yeah. Most fields, they, for the turf field, they look after yeah. the lights and the scoreboard clock and yeah. the um, watering of the pitch and all of those things that to make top-level hockey, even if it's not quite top-level hockey, happen yep so they're getting paid for that mine do I think most do most I think most do, do around and about okay yeah. I know it varies quite a bit but I think we probably need to start an academy <laughs> academy of blokes that can flick a switch on an electronic scoreboard yeah and put a text it's... into the phone to turn your lights on and you know can't you just get one of those Ducks from the Simpsons. It's a, it's that a, it's goes up and down. Yeah, and it, 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 is, it is a podcast, actually, so you need to explain what <laughs> you're doing. Those, we're trying to think it. Trying to think it. He said ducks. From the, the ducks from the Simpsons. Yeah, to press the button. Maybe two steel balls on the end of a string of steel balls. <laughs> just come backwards and forwards. Well, that's how so we time what? our games, isn't it? Oh, I think <laughs> so. A... Certainly, how the shot clock works. I'm that's... not trying to believe. There's twelve of those, isn't it, for the eight seconds? Oh, silence. 
I'm sorry. You, I, I'm trying uh, to figure out whether that was really, really smart meta thing to say, or just totally stupid. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. It's maths. <laughs> I'm, it's, li- I'm flipping either way. Yeah, right yeah. It's, it's, it's mathematics. <laughs> Hang on a second. It's thirteen-sided dice all again, mate. Yeah, it is thirteen-sided <laughs> dice. Um, but what? As, as someone that's heavily involved in local club hockey at a, a level, at an elite level, because you've got. Um, ones teams and all that, and yeah. looking after the ones competition through your club and things like that. What do you see as uh, the major problem facing our local clubs looking forward? I mean, it doesn't have to be, oh, this, the Hockey WA is not doing this or this, but a, a more an existential problem that, look, we're going to have to face this down the track. So, as a sport. As a sport. As a sport. Well, Masters is obviously a big problem. And can okay. be a big problem. Those numbers are dropping off pretty significantly. You reckon? I thought, it, I, I thought it was still pretty growth, though. No, but in, what, in what's happening is it's dropping off after guys like my age and Matt's age, isn't it? It's dropping yeah. off. The guys coming into 40s is dropping off. We had yeah. a surge there where we had lots of yeah. numbers coming through. Yeah. Those guys are now entering the 50s and the 40s is dropping off. Yeah. yeah the, especially in my club, we are, we're experiencing a drop-off in the 40s and the 50s. Right. Because they want to play on turf. They just they don't want to play on grass. Wow, you say that, and we've got an issue at our club where half of the of one of the teams that are playing at that higher age, um, higher level for an age group, yeah. don't want to go and play on turf, and you've got half that want to play the turf, and half saying we don't want to go and play on the turf. So. I think that, that argument well, comes down to it's not that they, a lot of us want to play at two and three thirty. Yeah, we want it to be our Saturday afternoon competition, yeah. and we want because we can. Put that aside and say Saturday afternoons, you've got families, and that's when Dad goes and plays hockey or yep. whatever. And there's other people who go, well, I don't want to commit to every Saturday afternoon, but, you know, I can play on that Sunday night. I might not be able to play that Friday night, but I can play that Saturday morning yep. or whatever, how it works out. Uh, what what I hear from mm-hmm. from some is that they don't want to go and play on tour because of the body issues and and... That's impact exactly what our over forties boys are saying. Impact on knees and hips, yeah. and they feel more comfortable playing on grass. Now we know we're, we're speaking to a global audience here, and the concept of people having the option to play on grass just isn't there for most around the world. And but also, flip it the other way, there are some that don't ever get the opportunity to play on anything resembling a turf field or a decent grass field. Uh, yeah, that's true. So it's a unique situation here. But even here, we've got that split. And I know within within one team within our club, half want to play more on turf and half go, yeah, I don't, AstroTurf. And, and the other half want to continue playing on grass. Well, I, I know from my what I don't what, what I don't want to happen is any of those people to stop playing hockey. Yeah. I know from my experience... A, f- a couple of games on turf, that's all right. Once it starts getting serious game after game after game on turf, my knee struggles. Yeah. I don't get that struggle when I play on grass every week, but I get it when I get on turf every week. Now, that's me as an individual. That's Other yeah. guys aren't going to suffer that. They're going to be quite happy to run around on turf every week, and they, they love it. It's being able to provide something for everybody. Of course, and that's the important thing for clubs is to have hockey for everybody at, at every level. But I also I find it the other way around as well. If I've had a, a big run into a pre-season, it's all been on turf, played all the summer stuff on turf, everything's been on turf, that first two or three games that I go and play on grass absolutely knackers me. It's just such a different dynamic in how the body reacts to the surface. 
it's 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 strange, and I and I will be more tired. My body will suffer more the next day after playing a game on grass than it will from being on turf. Now maybe that's because I'm a really young bloke and I'm super fit, and it's a different thing for somebody like you, John, at your age. Um, <laughs> Yeah, fist bumping, fist bumping, right? I don't know what you're all about. You're talking about this. Yeah, but it's real. No, but it's real. Hockey sticks with big hooks on the end. And a ball going in the end. You can't stop it with your hand. Roll it in. Well, who was it this week um, in the European League that got in a big trouble? Oh, stuff? was it Mink? No, yeah, yeah. Was I, it? I, I, and it was crap. Crapping on about it on the, in the cabal, right? Okay, well, yeah, Janet won't be happy from that, about that. What? Janet from Sydney. <laughs> More swears from you. I'm, I'm not going there. <laughs> I, think I don't gonna, want to offend Janet's parents. I think, well, I think there might be a message coming through from Janet's dad next week. I don't, I don't know, I heard a rumour somewhere. You are listening to. Oh, I thought you no, no, we're just going to go stereo with it. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I'm sitting here with Mr. John Lee, my co-host, co-host, and and our guest. Welcome to the Reverse Stick. (laughs) And our co-co-host, Adam Hutchie, who's sitting here with us at the moment. Adam, welcome to the show. If if you've just tuned in, well, why would you have just tuned in? That would be weird for a podcast, wouldn't it, to pick it up at this point in time. But if you have... (laughs) Welcome. We're not on TV yet. No. Imagine us on TV. No, don't. <laughs> That's why we have faces for podcasts, John. <laughs> if you do like the podcast, though, you can help us out. Right there on the TV. You can help us out. That's another yeah. very local reference there. If you uh, do like Sky the show, looks, you can help us out. Head to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and uh, we'll take your money very happily. And uh, we do so from some of our wonderful patrons. We apologise again, patrons, for the lack of additional content in the past 7 to 14 days. Just a bit under the pump at the moment. But we've got a free weekend, John, coming up. We do. Maybe we can do something. Maybe you can send them a pie. (laughs) (laughs) I've got plenty of pies, mate. You've got plenty of pies. (laughs) Plenty of pies. Yeah, let's get on to some things. I've got written down here, a doctor on a white horse. Who's that? Who's, who's that in the distance? He's could it back. Could it be? It's not. Is it? Is it an actual doctor? I think it is. Is it? Dr. Charlesworth? He's back. We shouldn't take them. Well, he didn't get the job. He didn't get the top job. Trini Powell got the top job with the hockey ruse. Uh, but he didn't miss out. No. Selector? Selector for the Olympics. Short-term contract. Well, it's only, what, 90 days away? <laughs> and and you reckon they're going to pick it about 30 days beforehand? Anyway, um, look, I reckon that's actually quite positive in some sense. Do you? I do. Oh. Well, from a personal point of view, I think it's positive because I reckon Dr. Rick is going to pick a team to win. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to care too much about personalities or what's gone on before. He's going to go, you're the best, what's, you're in. What evidence is he picking on, though? John? What? Well, All those recent international games? I don't think he needs huh? to. Uh, the I, recent pro league clashes? <laughs> yeah, well, there's lots or of is he down? Or is he down at Perth Hockey Stadium at 6am watching training 
to try and decide. The point being, I don't who's think, hot and who's I not. I don't think he's going to be swayed by any of the bollocks that might potentially have been swaying things beforehand. And I think he's going to pick a team that, as Australia generally have a does, say in picking a team. He will have a say in picking a team that is designed to win the competition, rather than perhaps. Uh, give experience to younger players. So what you're saying is Rachel Lynch is back in. Well, I, I would think that he is, he, his mindset is of the logical mindset. Well, that's the best person and they go in there and they play and that's mm-hmm. it. And all that other stuff is out the window. You said something to me earlier on about Others that are involved in the selection process. Now I don't know who, I don't know what the selection panel is. I, I haven't seen a release Frank from Hockey Australia. Frank Murray's there somewhere. I know Frank Murray's been drafted back into the uh, the equation somewhere along the line. I'm, I'm quite, I'm not quite sure exactly what right. position he holds there, okay. but he's he's involved in that. I'm sure the, the girls will be thrilled with that idea. I was hoping with my airport job yesterday that I might garner a bit of information. That's right, because you, you, you messaged me excitedly. Oh, I've got a job to go to the airport. Well, I picked it up off a hockey mate. Australia. I've got a mate who's got the contract for doing the Hockey, hockey Australia stuff. And All I'm right. thinking Fabia's going to be on for, there. Well, I was, I was thinking Fat Fabia might be on there. We can I put just, the reverse stick just, podcast through the place. I had it teed up, ready to go. Uh, um, and what I, did you get? Well, I put... Because we've got the little video screens in the buses, so I've, I've uh, I put a little welcome Hockey Australia with the logo on there, and I put hashtag Cookabar, no, hashtag Ruthless, which is the one of the Hockey Roos um, hashtags, hashtag Pride of the Cookers, which is yeah. one of the Cookaburras ones, and it's hashtag well. hashtag Give it a whack. <laughs> All three of them at the bottom there. Did you wear your orange shirt? No, I wore the shirt from Alec um, from your club. For, with the field hockey label, with the, the black polo shirt, with the, the, the crossed hockey. The, I didn't wear the shorts, John. That no, but they're great because they've got zips and pockets although in I, them. Although I should have met, worn the shorts to make it more obvious that I was involved in hockey because I had no idea who these people were that were, were getting in the vehicle. They weren't players. It was uh, the video analysis guy and a, a couple of other folks. So he had no idea who, what hockey was then? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean... You'd think you'd spark some sort of conversation with the driver. If not, not only did I have the hockey sticks on my shirt, I also had the key ring for the bus, like for the trailer at the back, with a little mini hockey stick from Atlas hanging off it as well. Ching Atlas, ching. You know, lots of hockey talk in loading the bagfuls of 150 hockey balls and audio equipment and everything else. Full trailer, but yeah, but, really? but, but yeah full trailer. They're going to Darwin. Don't they have, don't they have hockey balls in Darwin? Why do you think? Anyway. Um, <laughs> no. Anyway, like, nothing. No, nothing at all. And so I just listened, listened along to their conversations about hockey. We've got some juicy stuff, John. Right. We'll never share that on the Reverse Stick podcast because that's confidential. I was just a driver. You know, I was just doing a job. You, you know, got I can't, nothing out I can't of them share. At all, did you? <laughs> there was <laughs> nothing worthwhile out of them whatsoever. Apparently there's some really good trail running around one of the fields in New Zealand. <laughs> and it's good, and it's good, it's good in a Tri-Nation tournament because there's only one, one game a day. Anyway, you didn't hear that from me. You did not hear that from me. I know how excited you were thinking, oh, 
It could be anybody. I coaches, Matt Flannery. It could be all these high power movers and shakers. And you got the video analyst that knows how to top and tail a video clip. And nothing. I know. Else don't be rude. Don't be rude. You don't know what the job involves, John. That's very. That's very assumptive and rude well, of you. Apparently, it involves running forest trails. <laughs> okay, I just said don't, that. That was on the down low. <laughs> I can't shout. I think we. I don't. I'm not sure. Hey, okay, contracts. To... I haven't signed any contracts for the driving stuff anyway, so who gives a stuff? I don't care. I don't care. I don't it's, care. It's a pity you made all that effort, though. Like, yeah, yeah, you Hockey Australia. I did a little video. <laughs> Welcome, Hockey Australia. <laughs> anyway, look, I put the I put, I just put the one image up and I had the screen up. And then after about, like, two minutes driving down the road, yeah. I realised there was no response to it at all. <laughs> so I just put my finger on the button. <laughs> And the screen slowly <laughs> rose back up to the ceiling again on the bus. I was like, well, that was a waste of time. And then they went, oh, look, Dumb and Dumber's on. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, look, something really good. And this is a good story, Matt. Uh, oh, this is a great story. Yeah. This is coming from Jason, our friend, our listener. Our listener, Jason in Brisbane. March from the Valley Hockey Club in Brisbane has sent us a message. This year, the Valley Hockey Club turns 100 Years old. Congratulations, Valley Hockey Club. That was uh, that was applause. Sorry, not feedback. That's more like <laughs> we've got soundboards. Why aren't we using this? It's late. We don't need to use yeah, the soundboards. Yeah. We've never been good with those electronic things anyway. Um, the only surviving hockey club from 1921. They're the only club that was there in 1921 that is still there. We've been writing in, a book... In, in Queensland. In Queensland. Don't, don't talk to Hutchie about that. 1905, no. yeah, yeah. Hale. Yeah, we've already got beaten yeah. up about that. Still a bit sore. My ear. Uh, we've been <laughs> writing a book to help celebrate the anniversary, and it will soon be printed. We're looking to get the word out there so we can sell a few books. Good luck. Buy some books, folks. Yep. The book will be launched at our 100-year anniversary cocktail party. Guess what? On the 19th of June. We could get there. Unless we're locked down. But the cocktail party will be the launch of the book and the naming of the team of the century. Yep. Is there any chance you could put a post out or maybe share no, the Don't post read that bit. That's, oh, don't don't okay. read that bit. Okay, books and cocktail party tickets are available for purchase from the club's website. Where do you go, John? www. That's well, a web, so that means it's a website. Yep. Dot valleyhockey.com.au. Go to Valley Hockey, support them. If you're a valley, former Valley player, buy the book, do all that sort of stuff. This cocktail parties on the 19th of June. If you are there in Brisbane, get along. That'll be a big night. They'll big, be having a party. Big that names, be... big players that come out of Valley over the years. Was Ruby, was, was Ruby Robinson, was she involved at Valley? I don't know. I don't know if she was. I'll have to buy the book to find out. That's, well, that's what we need to do, isn't it, John? Oh, well done to Valley, though. Well that, that's great. And well done, to Jason, well done to Jason. He's our, he's our listener in Brisbane. Oh, Fantastic to see that on the sna- on the stats. It's good to see yeah. those um those what are the things you call the numbers that about how many people metrics metrics yeah that's that metric yeah. here's that metric yeah. Jason Great. metric thank thanks so much you've you've got really got a problem with distribution when you can name every metric on your <laughs> on your list no you? we have an hey? issue John because we can name every listener yeah thanks mum again <laughs> okay well done Valley we're we're Look, have a great night, and um, 
love to have a read and perhaps I'll, I'll swap you and Australia's holy grail <laughs> Valley's 100 years <laughs> How's that sound? Oh, no, Morrison that, will love that. That's one. a joke. That's a joke. You need to be sitting here in the Corbett Broadcasting Corporation shed a, right now. Be able to see that big box. Full and, of, and, th- and there is there is a box full of Australia's hockey grail by sh- Ashley Morrison. Well, um, it's all right because I was speaking to him today, and I know he doesn't listen that often. So, but the top the top the top layer of dust. Episode. No, the layer of dust is thicker than than the book basically um, on the it's top a there. Good book. It's, it's a good book. It's I a gra- like it. It's a great read. Yeah. Very interesting. And I get, how far, I get how, quoted How far it. did you get through it, Hutch? <laughs> <laughs> I have started it. Yeah, there you go. You started it. That's it. Well, that's, that's, a, that's good. That's good. More than most people have done. <laughs> Give the chip. Okay, moving on. African Indoor. African Indoor. Sorry, before you do that, oh. talking about writing hockey books, did we ever announce that we are now um, affiliate members of the Hockey Writers Club? No, we didn't announce it. Oh. You kept whinging about it for ages and ages. Well, it's happened now. The fees yeah. have been paid. We've been accepted. Oh, good. We are official Members overseas of hockey uh, riders club. I'm still going to do that A to Z of hockey thing. Just that's, yeah. that's now you've got to write something about yeah. hockey. Yeah. I do. do I tweet. Those. I tweet. Oh, that's right. You're you're one of those social media I tweet things, associate members. I tweet things like, no shit, Sherlock, <laughs> when the FIH announced that the Congress is going virtual. Huh? That counts. I'm writing. Yeah, you It's are. published. And uh, I'm a hockey writer. I believe the next Hockey World News will be coming out on Wednesday or thereabouts, not long after Wednesday. So uh, part two of um, Shall We Give the Rings Back will be out. Um, I'm looking forward to being deluged once again by feedback on my oh, thoughts geez. of the world game. I mean, it took you three days last time to work through the mailbag, didn't it? Oh, oh huge. Oh, the incredible response. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so much, I can't individually pick out anybody to respond no, it'd be un- to. No, it'd be unfair. It would be unfair. It would totally unfair. be unfair. Just deluged. Oh. Just, uh, I think... Actually, I think Particularly when Maggie, the podcast dog, took a piss on the ones that came through the letterbox the other day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she got very excited. Dad, oh, hockey, le- oh, hockey letters. Dad's not going to like those. <laughs> In the bin. In the bin. No, but I'm looking forward to seeing that come out and getting absolutely no feedback whatsoever. <laughs> Now, John, I, I would have thought someone would have spat the dummy at me for what I wrote in that first piece, but not one dummy spit whatsoever. John, I jumped. I'll go read it and make an effort for you, mate. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> please do. John, I jumped onto YouTube the other night and uh, I wa- you watched yourself cheating again. No, <laughs> no unfair. Come on. Yeah, it was. Sorry. I watched some live indoor African hockey yes, that's what finals. Talking. Got a shout out from Tyron and Derek. Did you? Uh, you or us? No, the reverse stick oh, did. Oh, good. Thank you. Well, no, actually, uh, Tyron said, Matt and John, even though it was only Matt that was watching, I don't know how you managed to get in on that gig. But wasn't it great to see indoor hockey being live-streamed on their native channels and also on the Watch the Hockey app? Absolutely brilliant. What happened in the competition, John? I'm sure what? you've got some results there right in front of you now. No. <laughs> did you not see you were doing that? No, you said in the, that message that you were going to sort that out. No, to I've had no time. Anyway, Namibia won the women, South Africa the men's. I know, but look, that's fantastic. I can imagine Tyron sitting back going, I'm not happy about the women's result. But 
in from a and I get it why they would not be happy in South Africa. But from a greater hockey perspective, it's a brilliant result for the sport. You may remember back to a conversation they with Tyron eighteen eighteen months ago or even before ago. that Namibia had decided that they would concentrate yeah. on indoor hockey to utilise their resources the best and focus on that and it took them to a World Cup in Germany for, on on the women's side. Um without any need for hockey fives, John. None whatsoever. And what what I like is that at the next indoor World Cup, now, you and I have talked before about our aversion to playing indoor because we're really, really, really bad at it, but it's not that we dislike no, no, it. No, it's just we, we can't... We're crap at it, so we no, don't play We're not, we're not crap. We, we, no, just, we, we can't bend over. Well, that's sort of the no, same thing. No, hang on. We can't bend our knees. <laughs> sort of the same thing. Yeah, we're, okay. not, we're not good right. at it. No, we're not Okay, good. so it doesn't suit us, but we, that doesn't mean we don't support it and don't like it and think there's some wonderful players and it's all great and all the rest. And when we get to the next World Cup, I'm more likely to support Namibia as my second team because they're an absolute outsider. The same way we sort of had this thing for at the last World Cup, indoor men's World Cup, for Iran. You saw Iran winning a couple of games. Go, yeah, go Iran. Beat the big countries. Forget, forgetting the bronze medal. Yeah, brilliant. And so is that the, the dream for certain nations with hockey fives for, uh, for Switzerland to think that they can get a bronze medal at the hockey fives World Cup? No, well, when you, tu- when you transform it to outdoor, um, how many, how many groups of five do you reckon the Netherlands would have to go through before they get to a group of five players that are equivalent to the best five players in Switzerland. Well, but my counter argument with that bit, with that would be how many of those Iranian players are playing 11 aside hockey anywhere in the world in a uh, semi, in a, no, in a semi, no, because they're well drilled and they put the time into their systems playing indoor hockey and that's what they focus on a hundred percent. That's that you know that that it's it's such a technical game, the the indoor game, and it's it's a different concept to eleven aside hockey. Now the skills the skill the skills are transferable. And I think I think outfield players are can be better players for playing indoor hockey, and I've seen it over the years. The amount of guys that you can see that have really put into their indoor hockey. Their tackling is so much better in 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 the eleven aside game. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. Just that ability to get low at the right at the right times, um, it makes a difference. My my experience with indoor players is that they're lazy. Right. Have you well, you obviously no, haven't played you haven't played enough indoor hockey, mate, because you don't stop bloody running. Yeah, but what it is is it's all three or four step running. No, it's not. No, no but what I mean Far is right, you get a sweat how, on. How good how good are the Smythe boys at indoor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. how good? Yeah. Uh, uh, they're still great players at outdoor, but mate, I'm not going to run. I'll give you the big tip. I will give you the big tip. Sorry, Janet. Um, but you know what I mean? Is that it, they're, they're different games, and and what eleven aside hockey, outdoor eleven aside field hockey requires is an element of um, aerobic capacity that is not matched. And the indoor game. I disagree. I've played fullback for the past five or six years, mate. Yeah, but you're a lazy bastard. There, there you go. There's the proof in point. 
just lazy. That's got nothing. <laughs> to be an effective player and perhaps to win five grand finals on the trot, you probably need to have a level of aerobic capacity about you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, this is the Global Hockey Podcast. It We're is. called the Reverse Stick. We are. And Janet's dad's in trouble when he gets home. <laughs> oh, dear. Is he? Yeah, he might be. Do you know him? Oh, yeah, not sure. <laughs> um, What's next, John? What's on the list? I don't uh, have a list this week. Okay. We do have one more thing to talk about, and it's rather sad. Oh. And it's the passing this week. Oh, B.G. Joshi. Absolutely sad. A, a quiet gentleman of the games, invested with his whole heart into the game, uh, uh, a master statistician, the only one who's really taken any interest in Indian hockey and the statistics. Or international um, Over the years. No, 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 absolutely. But in, in particular with, with Indian hockey. Um, we don't often talk about people passing from the game because, unfortunately... They do every week, and some <laughs> so, yeah. wonderful characters. And we, we might brilliant mention, people. We might, yeah, we might mention the, the old one or two that have a, a, a particular uh, personal association. Um, but this this hit hit home quite hard. Sixty seven years old, COVID nineteen complications. Um, a man that, like, obviously we do the push past pundits, but within our first. Five or six episodes, we had Jaspreet Sani on, on the show from the yep. time, Times of India. And Jazz would often espouse about the great work that he did, yep. about how all of the journalists, in particular in India, but from around the world, he would be the go-to man to get some stats to bulk out your article and, and, and add some stuff to it. Um, His commitment was undoubted. Yeah, absolutely. But Jazz often would go... Why the hell isn't Hockey India or the FIH supporting this man with what he's doing? Because we don't have the facts. We don't have the stats. They're not available. And here's somebody that's who, has put, who has them, but, it, but apparently are worth nothing to, the, uh, to Hockey India or, or, or to the FIH. Uh, and sadly... Those stats, we ain't going to get any more of them. Certainly not from BG Joshi. Very, very no, sad. No, he has historical records, and I know I haven't met the guy, but everybody that I know who has met him speaks with the highest regard yep. of his character. And it's it's obvious also from talking to those people that um, he has made those stats available for because it comes to and there is a commercial reality to be to be considered here because there's a lot of work that has gone into that stuff over a long period of time but they just the, the authorities just haven't been prepared to talk to him about it at all no, no just no. can't blanch no. nah yeah. not interested that, that's the feeling I get and and I would implore Hockey India FIH there is a man who's left a wife there and a family there yeah. get off your ass, get the checkbook out it ain't going to cost you a lot of money but do not let these stats go to waste. Support it. Get behind it. And let's see if we can continue some kind of legacy of the work that he's done and continue to build on it and use it, yeah. use it as a bloody base for what we don't have there at the moment. Because and that's one of our biggest bitches for the last yeah. three years has been the lack of statistical information. about. 
you, if you're a cricket follower, you go to Cricket Info and associated with Wisden. I've got a couple of copies up there from Wisden now. One's from 1957, one from 1960. You can go through those and find records, all sorts of records about the sport. You can you, follow you, people's hope, careers. Were you hoping that. to find yourself in that 1951 uh, uh, edition up there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a few entries, actually. <laughs> cricket of the Year. <laughs> I've heard you've had a few entries. Well, uh, oh, boom, boom. I, I do. Oh, no, not on the boom, boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carry on. Oh, I, you know who's going to be angry when you get home, <laughs> don't you? Um, there's, oh, I do have, I do have two 12 ball overs under my, my belt. Huh? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I have a 12 ball over that, um, that took a wicket. And I thought we were going to say, took a week to bowl. No, no, <laughs> no. Well, it nearly did. <laughs> I had a bloke standing there going, why is that out? It was a wide. Yeah, mate, but you hit it, and you hit it straight to cover. <laughs> he took the catch. So it doesn't matter that it was going to second slip. You hit the ball. Okay, not, not, don't, most don't laugh, don't laugh, no, don't laugh, don't encourage him. It's a hockey podcast, not a bloody oh, good shut up. <laughs> Plenty yeah, of yeah. cricket podcasts out there. Did you see the goal I saw Check out mycricket.com. It's our new uh, cricket podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. Go my, on. my cricket. Carry on. Just carry on. Oh carry, on. carry on. I know who's starting that one up. <laughs> um, where were we? Joshy. Um, it, it's incumbent now on the FIH to make sure the right thing's done to, to ensure that those records are kept within the hockey family because some, some like, if they're smart enough, if I had won a lot of the $80 million last night, mm. I'd be thinking, well, I might give Mrs. Joshy a call and say, what are they offering you? Yeah. And the fact that our sport has been so terrible over such a long period of time with keeping its own records and, and recognising not just the great champions who played the game, but those underneath who have been pretty bloody good players over a long period of time, and then what record have we got of them? Nothing. Now, I love looking back through those old records and saying, oh, look, that guy did this in such and such a year. We get none of that. Yeah. How do we know about how what, many games does any go to the Australian website for Australian? No, hockey? John John Sa- Well, John Sa- No, they're not. John Sa- John Sanders has taken care of it. It's fantastic. It's probably the best in the world for the uh, Australian. Co- yes, absolutely. Real deep dive. Hutchie, uh, cl- cl- a club level. At uh, club level, how uh, how do you handle your appearance records? Is there any kind of recognition for? Um, you know, milestone games and that sort of stuff. Is, well, it, only... is it important at the club for you? Well, yeah, because oh, probably about five years ago, I dived into the dungeon at Hockey WA and dug out our Premier League records. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple of years missing there, um, unfortunately, but and we're trying to find those. But... Has there been a regular club newsletter that's happened over since 1905 with the club? No. Not really. So it's a bit sketchy. It's yeah, it's a bit. Maybe sketchy. some like reports from AGMs and things like that. Or? Bit sketchy, right? Yeah. So, you know, nineteen ninety one, ninety two, somewhere around there was our first year in the Premier League. So we've got most of those stats from there. Uh-huh. Um, but earlier than that, it's a bit hard. Earlier than that, it's going back to the memories of the but, guys that have been floating. Okay, but nineteen twenty. Do you know who was playing for the side? Would yeah. the school that's associated with the club potentially is records there with that? Potentially, um, can't say we've ever dived into it too much, but I do know the school keeps quite a lot of records. Yeah, um, 
be an interesting little project. It, no, it'd be a lengthy project. It took me two years to get just 28 years of Premier League together. So yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, it'll take you take you a fair effort to get it pulled together. But it's a frustration. And we were talking earlier on about the current records with Hockey Western Australia, and and, and as organisations change the systems that they use and the companies that they use to do their fixtures and record keeping and all that sort of stuff. Especially now it's in digital. This is it. Oh, and, yeah. and, and, and it yeah. just, but it just seems to then disappear. Uh, yeah. And oh, new firms doing this, well, we don't upload the old records. We don't, ha- we don't have the stats from 2007, 2008. Right, okay. So and we're not talking way back in history. No, we're we? talking yeah. very recent history. Yeah. Um, I have well, it's hardly even history, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Well, not for me, it's not. It feels like it was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the... Uh, yeah, so we don't we don't have those stats at this stage. So that's really sad. Yeah, um, and it's, it's a battle that our sport and we is d- facing. We've just gotten a hold of the ninety two ninety four results. They were the first two years we were in there, I think. Have players got a handle on? Let's say they've been at the club twenty years and they're approaching game three fifty or four hundred. No, nah, well, no, we just nobody knows. We've it's not only Im- got the Premier League. It's not important with club members that they're going to reach. Not. They wouldn't even know. We so information's not there. We used to keep it because I remember running around back in the old days in juniors, and then yeah, we, yeah, we'd have the old me. I don't know if Freo little had badges, it, but little, I, little yeah. badges floating around, and I, I played at Wesley, and yeah, and right Melv, I started at Melville Ward. Oh, they were geez, across private, private school, and, boys. and then, then went to, but at Wesley we got little badges. Yeah, we played fifty games. Yeah, we used to get them. We used and to they're get great. Them. I reckon that's brilliant. Yeah, we had badges. Yeah, you yeah, little, little iron on. We don't know any stinking badges. Oh, just I think it's a great idea. Best, I know. best guess. But I think it's a great idea to have that recognition. But yeah. we are really good at our club on milestones and you know, yeah. appearances. And we've got so game, we're really, you know, records we're really, keepers and all really good with just, the Premier League stuff. Unless you're playing your 300th game in a grand final, then they don't, just don't seem to well, know whatsoever. Yeah, but there's a reason for that, though. No, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. true. Nobody likes you. Yeah, anyway, move on. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> well, I say 300th game. I had three seasons at Fremantle, whereas I was on 177 games for three years in a row. So, so you, had to men- you had to mention the club again, didn't you? Subliminal. Subliminal. Don't come and play at Fremantle. Don't come and play at Fremantle. That's for you, Tansy, and thanks for the, uh, the, the favourable tweet that you, you made. Glad you enjoyed the show. So, Tansy, we've got Tansy. We've got Jason in Queensland. Yeah. That's two listeners. Hutch, you might listen to this week. <laughs> so uh, that's three. Jade, because he always, he always... He does, messages, Jade. Yeah, he Jade's quick. He before he can possibly have listened to the whole episode. He'll meant, he'll, Shall we assume that the patrons of... Well, they're paying uh, money, so I hope they're listening. I'm not. <laughs> I just, uh, you paying money? Nah, God no. Man. No, I <laughs> <laughs> Shall we ask him to leave? <laughs> no, Did we not. say it was a patron only uh, well, drop, drop in? I tell you what, he's got to leave in forty-eight minutes, forty-seven minutes anyway, before, oh, yeah. before the proper lockdown starts. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. He's done well. He hasn't had a drink all night. Um, it's all right. Good on him. Luckily, we got the whole sound issue sorted out with our face covering, so that we sound normal. So that's all good. Didn't we? Well, don't, to, I don't think you need to joke about it, John. It's a very serious situation at the is. moment. Well, the, I don't want my health system to No, collapse. the COVID guy shopped in the same Aldi that... Uh, I know, the, that you go to. Do you do Aldi or Aldi? No. Aldi. Oh, do I shop there? No, but... Because uh, oh, it's... I can just go up there. I can walk up there. You can go to Woolies. Uh, yeah, I, can, yeah. I have to drive over there. 
And I can go to the bottle shop at the same time. <laughs> and all walking. All walking. You, you hit the mic again then. We're doing your next Hello? Are we on? Yes, we're on. We're on. Thank you. Uh, have we got anything else? What else is, what else is gonna, like, Hutchie said to me, you try to do about an hour, do you, for your show? And we went, well, yeah. no, not really. Sometimes it ends up that way. <laughs> Hutchie, is there anything you'd like to say? While you have it, let's give you a platform for a minute. No, is there no. anything you'd like to just take off on? Good, the good, the bad of hockey, what, you know, what's, uh, because we've what, had a whinge about fixtures. What would you do? What's the one thing that you would do? In, right now. Right now to... Get in a cab and piss off. <laughs> <laughs> to improve the game. Scrap the pro Take it local. Take it local. Scrap the pro league. Take it local. Right, okay. Scrap the current pro league. It's, it's flogging a dead horse at this stage. What don't you like oh. about the pro league? When was the last time Australia played? Uh, yeah, February yeah. last year? Yeah. What, uh, February 20? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. would have been, yeah. Over uh, 12 months ago. Belgium, yeah. uh, what, played 10 games in the last three months? Something stupid like that? Yeah. And China on the women's side have played two what, games. Two games. Three games yeah. And yeah. They're, they're not actually scheduled to play anymore. They're all postponed, all the China yeah. games. It's... It's flogging a dead a bit, horse at this stage. It's a bit well, late to worry about China and the virus just quietly. <laughs> it's, it's, that's, that's, that's that ship sailed yeah, long, yeah, long, long, long time ago. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. Yeah. And there's no all all of the Australian and New Zealand games for the rest of the Pro League calendar are currently postponed. Yeah. So all it's, of that European tour is not going to happen. What are you? Uh, like, oh, just a, can I? I got a rumor. Go on, go on. And this is not just hockey athletes. But a lot of athletes, I am hearing across a lot of sports, are now going. Yeah, do I want the uh, do I want the vaccine? Because to go into Tokyo. Yeah, because yeah, the, right the vaccine is is not like you walk into the doctor and you get a shot and you walk out and you just carry on with your life necessarily. There's a lot of people that are, and even a mild effect having from a having reaction. a vaccine is is like, oh, I felt. Stuff for a day and a half or whatever, and that's a mild reaction. Yeah, but you, get that with, you get that with the flu jab. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm talking about is these. Are, there are some athletes in a multiple sports that are worried about the effects of having the vaccine and going into quarantine and being stuffed for eight or nine days or possibly longer. Well, there are... and, and that affecting their performance at the Olympic Games, and they're saying, well. I'm going into quarantine. I don't. I what, don't want the vaccine. No, that's rubbish. Though they're not going to. No, then, it's not. They're, no, they're, they're wait, not going to say no. I don't want to go to the. I'm not. I'm not going to do the Olympics no, now because of the effects of something for nine or worry, ten days. That worry is not rubbish. It's a legitimate concern of athletes who are, are worried that their performance is going to be affected. Because such so close to the event, they're going to be given a vaccine. So they don't go, and they and they risk a no, chance no, of not no. making All it four I'm, years later or I'm three years later. I'm not saying they're not going to go. What I'm saying is they have a legitimate concern about having the vaccine so close to the commencement of the games. Uh, because it has a I potential think, to derail all of the work that they've done. Yeah, but if you're in the mix, if you're in the mix, you've got to roll the, the dice. I'm, you've got to roll the dice. Well, you, potentially you do. Potentially you do. But I still would claim that the Olympics is no lay-down Mazir there yet, as much as I would like it to go ahead. 
Yeah. Well, uh, look, um, in a hockey sense, we, we you know we don't know whether South Africa will get the funding up from their own personal funding to make it. Do Malaysia then go in in, in the men's competition? No, they redraw it into two groups and have buys and then have a grading games, Matt. That's how, <laughs> that's how things go. That's how you organise your fixtures. Three adjudicators at each game. <laughs> that's it. Oh, gee, they weren't quite up to it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, look, it's... It, it's a legitimate concern for some athletes, and maybe it, it's not really a legitimate concern for a hockey athlete, but if you're a boxer or a swimmer or other sports, it might be a legitimate concern that you're knocked out for seven or eight or nine days in the lead-up to a major competition, and you can't get that back in the time that you have between when you have to compete. That, for the that, team sports, I can understand it's not really much yeah. of a concern because you get more games, but you know, if we're talking a sprinter... Yeah, yeah, that could be. You've got real. 30 seconds of sprinting at the Olympics. Yeah, and that's if you put you've got your, heat, your semi final and, well, your might, and your final. Well, for, for me and Matt, that's Hang not on. the heat. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what? They play seconds. a game in 30 seconds. They're sprinters. I'm up for that. Hey. Well, the game's done in 30 seconds. Three races is done in 30 yes, seconds. Yeah, oh. that's right. All right, I might do that. Yeah, you should. What am I doing hockey? Ah. It's like 68 minutes. But you can't whack people when you're sprinting. Oh, there's no whacking, there's no weapons, there's no missiles, there's none of that stuff. So, Hutchie... Running in a straight line. Hutchie, the big question is, bring back the bully, yes or no? Absolutely. Oh, you're... Christmas cards. Christmas cards. going to write it down. You get it, you get it, don't you? I've done them. Yeah, they're brilliant. Proper bully. Last one I did was about four years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. The proper one, two, three? Yeah, because the umpire looked at me, what do I do now? So it's a bully, you peanut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're talking about the, we don't know what's going on in the game, yeah. in the mid-game, but what yeah. about for to start the game and to restart the second Ooh. half? Because that's can't what... That's can't say I've ever played under that. But no, well, no. I reckon you, it'd you be wouldn't have, You wouldn't I reckon have. 1983 right. was when was it started. Was it 83? Yeah. Right, I was one. Um, well, I thought it was actually a bit later than that, but... But, yeah. but this is the thing you find with these rules that have gone. You go, oh, is it? Well, no, surely it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was 10 years prior to when you actually thought that it was. I was still playing juniors in 1983. Yeah. I thought it was when I got into seniors that went out of the game. Like offside, which was about a year afterwards, wasn't it? You were playing juniors when you were offside 29 years old. In 1983. Offside went away when I was playing hey. juniors, mate. That's mid-90s. Yeah, look, I'm not... Yeah. 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 I remember when they took the offside rule. And the, the funny thing is, everybody thought it was going to be, the, oh, yeah, there was all, but hockey sorted itself out. No more or less goals were scored in hockey. After, you re, you remember when ladies were allowed to wear short skirts yep. in the I, game. I remember, seriously, I remember being taught how to hand stop. There I, was still the yeah. hand stop in the game. I played with veteran, veteran players that were superb players that a couple of times would accidentally throw the hand up in the middle of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, and, and as a 14, 15-year-old, go, what's he just done there? <laughs> you surely you can't do that. You used to be able to. Just, no, show, no, no, I know. I know you showed videos to some penalty corners from the early 90s. Back the hand then. stop? Yeah, the hand yeah, stop, stop to yeah. kids. And honestly, it's like you've... How can you do that? They're just, like, huh? Yeah. And you show them some older video from like the 60s or 70s and the short corner hits going into the roof of their net and they're sitting there just <laughs> licking their chops about it. It's yeah. great. What's even better is watching... And the goalies were like, no gloves. Yeah. And the little well, plastic no. boxes they were wearing. <laughs> and a pair of the old cricket pads and a tip. Yeah, but what, yeah. watching... Strap-on kickers. Watching, yeah. watching Deanne Chand 
whizzed his way through the field, but every third step is a kick. <laughs> but that's not a problem. That's all right. That's fine. A little bit of foot here and there. It's no problem whatsoever. Oh, you see the sticks he was playing with? Oh, yeah, you, absolutely. Oh, mate, you can but just wheat with those sorts <laughs> of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were brilliant. <laughs> no wonder hockey's so big in Western Australia. There's, oh, there's the foundation. Yeah, great wheat. Size slash hockey stick. Yeah, I wonder if you can shear sheep with them as well. You can sharpen them up. I reckon. Sure you can. <laughs> well, we were talking before about wooden sticks. Remember when blokes used to put lead in the back of their wooden <laughs> the heads of their sticks? And you'd be playing a game, some guy could come in and, and stick check you, and the whole head of his stick would disappear <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> Seriously, that's what you said. The weight was just too much and just snap and the, the head would fly off. And, oh, yeah. The old metal sticks with those pressed. Ting. Yeah, you hear the ting and you ting. see the thing, see the head fly off. They, they, they didn't last long, did they? They were like the deadest lily aluminium cricket bat. I picked up a bin, up a bin. I picked up a stick from the bin yesterday at the club and full, full, full carbon, full carbon fibre and I was like oh that looks alright and you know it's kind of intact and then I sort of pulled it up to eye level and it's just got that crushing of the carbon just above the head that they all suffer now if they've had enough well you've given enough wax um, well mate they go. people used to change change the, the handles on hockey sticks you used to be able to do that so you'd, you'd have the head with the, the bit of wood that came up with that V-shape uh-huh. yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, the handle yeah, would yeah, yeah. Through, and you'd twine them in yeah. they, they would yeah, yeah. change well that's how they were built was with that V yeah yeah it's... yeah and they would change change that the, 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 the handle oh no, that's a great head I'm just going to put another handle in it yeah anyway it's been a while since you've had a great head <laughs> So, I'm not editing that. <laughs> I'm leaving that. That's like you last week. Remember, no. you said it last week. Yeah. The no. old Ashley Morrison. I said, a, oh, Colin, a, you must be glad you've got the head job. <laughs> Remember that? Well, it was subtle last week. It's not so much now, is it? Subtle's a bitch. No, that was, that was Morrison. who he's, He interviewed Colin Batch. Yes. Directly after he got the Australian job, no. I've got the video, I've audio there. No, yeah. you've said that, but I also said it last week about the guy taking on the um, no uh, the head ha- job. Harry, Harry Singh, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, taking on the US job. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the US job is fine. Oh, Us job. Dear. It's very blokey. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Keely, come back on the show again, please, and put us right. <laughs> no, she's she's going to hassle me about this whole. Um, What's a hit and what's not, and why things are dangerous? Did you see? Did you see there was a, a clip during the week. Uh, I think I'm, I'm not sure where it came out. It might have been Euro League or something like. No, I think it was one of the Pro League games, or German. It doesn't matter. It yeah. was high level it, hockey. It was somewhere. And and so there's a short corner. It's set up. Runners run out. Ball gets hit to the bloke outside the post. So it's definitely not a shot. And he deflects it. And it goes. So above, it was high. It goes above the backboard, uh, and in honesty, in the world of hockey deflections, it was one of those floaty type ones. It wasn't. Yeah, it dipped as it went into the net. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't like a shot that was going straight to someone's head and potentially going to kill them or something. It was. It was. But the point being, there was a lot of consternation about it. Uh, oh, was it a hit? Did he hit it or did he deflect it? Because it was first shot, that guy, blah, 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 blah. And we should just go back to if it first shot, regardless, goes above the backboard, it's out. 
Yeah. The, dra- the dra- best drag, drag flicks included, please. Drag flicks included. The best drag flicks, the ones that score the goals most consistently, are the ones that go bottom right anyway, and most of them are hitting the backboard. Or between the legs of the keeper. Yeah, well, that's... Or the, the postman. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're going low. They're not going high up there, because let's face it, all these modern goalies love the idea of going high. They want you to go high, because they can do the big hero. Look at this! Oh, Kodak no, no, no. moment. Yeah. They're looking for it. That's well, what they or, want. Or, or, your le- or your left postman that gets a beep, beep, beep from the car in the car park, you know, watching the game when, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, that happened yeah, to you. Yeah, they're very yeah. important position. I mean, yeah. I... Uh, I love standing on the post. I reckon it's great. I'm, I'm quite happy to stand on a post on a short corner. A lot of people aren't. I have a head for standing on the post in a short corner, so that suits me. But I just, I just stand there to save the young kids. You can, you I don't want them to discourage from the game by copping one in the forehead. I, I'm happy to take it. I'm a veteran. Doesn't, you know? doesn't the idea that the first shot must go under the backboard of it doesn't matter drag or whatever, doesn't just that simplify the rule? Doesn't that just make it, it does, easy but, for but, 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 and make it safer for players? But, but, the dipper. Like, oh, God. Oh, okay, no, I remember so, logging. I get that. And Like, if yeah. you can get that dip over a logging keeper and hit the, hit the top so of the backboard. What, what you're now talking about is above backboard height versus hitting the backboard. Yes. So you yeah, yeah, like you're to... talking about when it crosses the goal line. It's got to, it's got to hit the At backboard. The moment, so it can go above the backboard as long as it hits the backboard. It's got to be below the backboard height. At that's the time that's it the crosses current the rule. Goal line. But that's the current rule. Yeah. Well, we're, what he's talking about is as long as the ball hits the backboard. Oh, okay. And that's that difference. And so when keepers were this prone to log, time, and you, so <laughs> no, guys on short corners would no, he'd still oh, yeah. see, he'd still see logging. The keeper, no, logging. Keep, 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 yeah, go, keep it goes down. It's a mid eighties. Yeah, yeah, throw your arms and your legs yeah, out. Cover the, the base the, of the goal. Throw, throw a left leg up, yeah. maybe. And, you know, and when that was happening, the best short corners hitters in the world could smash the crap out of the ball, and it would go from about twelve yards. Yeah, out. and it would hit the backboard. It would go over the goalie and hit the backboard. Oh, okay. That so is a, a bit, brilliant a skill. Bit of a squeeze. Oh, yeah. A bit of a squeeze up and over. Just the blooper right over the keeper, but it would hit. Ding, and you All get you heard that. was a ding, and you're like, yeah, yep, yeah, all right, we got that. It. Yeah, yeah. right. And that was a skill that was not Lost. particularly dangerous. You know, not, uh, co- not compared to having a drag thrown at your head and then, no. then batting it away. Oh, look, and if you make the rule that it's got to go below the backboard, you, you're going to lessen the opportunities for a guy to actually be raising it. Because they're going to be trying. If it goes way in the air, be it a hit or a drag flick or whatever, that's not what actually they're trying to do. Yeah. With a drag flick, they are definitely trying to push it at your head. They want to scare the bejesus out of every defender in that goal mouth. Because your natural reaction is yeah. to duck. <gasps> get your head out of the way. Yeah. We, I tell my teammates, we've got to get a bloke that can stand at the top of the D and flick it because all of those defenders will panic. Yeah. And as soon as they realise, the, the first old, one doesn't have to be any good. It just they just to, see him line up for the flick, and they yeah, say, "Yeah, that's it." What about the old brushback on the first first short corner hit? You throw it away. You just send it high. Well, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you're, but you're assuming you're going to get more short corners. This is very oh, true. Oh yeah, this is very yeah, true. That's, that's the thing, and that's pretty arrogant, yeah. isn't it? 
I mean, Let's maybe, maybe that's born out of private school oh, education. Or, or, or maybe the fact that we play low-grade hockey and short corners get blown quite a lot because we're not yeah. very good. <laughs> There's that. Yeah, and it's surprising. Find the foot. Find the foot. <laughs> Out comes in the D. <laughs> and, and the more short corners you get blown for for you, the less chance you actually have of converting well. <laughs> it's, uh, I, last Saturday's game, the, I lost. We, we, we lost. You lost? We lost 2-1. Oh, how, how was your hockey week, Joe? <laughs> I did. I, was did, to, did we, I lost 2-1. I got a bloody green card in the last two minutes oh, of the game. Oh, oh, I see. So we're one all on the green card yeah. count now, are we? How many games have you played? Two. Hold up, hold up. Heathy dropped the hint. He was laughing as he ran past yes. you when he got your green card. Yes. He almost fell over laughing. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He set yeah. him up. <laughs> totally oh, set he, up. he admitted it. <laughs> Heathy knew the audience he was playing to. Oh, right, yeah. All right, I'm yeah. just going to share this. The umpire's name was Rusty Snook. <laughs> right. Rusty Snook. Yeah. All right. Select him for Australia now. I'm putting money on that bloke to score in a, in a gold medal game. Snook. I mean, what does that bloke do for Rusty a living? Snook. What does he do for a living? Rusty Snook. Rusty Snook. Hunts alligators. <laughs> well, uh, well, we'll accept your answers on a postcard, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, a prepper. You can, Sends blokes who can, can't get five metres from the ball. <laughs> you can... <laughs> If you have a suggestion, please do email Matt at the reverse stick dot net or John at the reverse stick dot net. Well, I, I think it's you hear that? Yeah. It's that time. Hachi, uh, it has been fabulous to have you in tonight. Yeah, not long to get home now. Oh, no. Before the full lockdown. Remember, starts. it's work. <laughs> Even though you're only an intern, it's work. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, mate. Good luck with everything you do at Hale Hockey. It's a tremendous job you are doing, just quietly. Thanks and for I, having I, me, I do, I do love playing up at Hale because it's always a nice spot to play. Well, you won your last grand final there, didn't you? I, I did indeed. Um, fine grass grounds. I mean, it's good to have the money to be able to spend on those well, fine grass grounds. It's, it's always good to beat Hale. <laughs> similar to the I don't, I don't hate Hale, though. You I, know, I, I hate I a lot hate. of clubs. I hate they, a lot of them, but I don't hate Hale. have got good players and you always get on well. I've always got on well with every... You know, mods... No, no, no. Um, <laughs> what? You can't stop picking out individual clubs that you don't like. Unless they're you. Bill <laughs>